Coach Rob intentionally transforms lives. Coach Rob has helped me identify the underlying negative beliefs I had about myself. He taught me if you set goals and have a strong mind, you will achieve and move forward. He gave me the tools and a means to communicate in my marriage. He invests more than just the average recommendations for your physical and mental health. He believed in me when I did not believe in myself. He literally helped me save my marriage. Since working with Coach, I am free. Thanks, Thanks Coach, Coach Rob. Rob. Welcome to the Health, Hope, and Happiness podcast, where we share strategies to help you improve your body, mind, and heart. My name is Rob Duhaim. Let's begin. So many people are confused about what makes up their identity. They think their identity is in a group, it's in what they do, it's their job, it's, um, you know, they think they think it's in their gender, they think their identity is uh, who they're around, the groups they're involved with, but I actually define identity in much, much different way. So I hope you have time to write this stuff down because I'm going to give you a lot in this podcast. We're going to talk a lot about how you find your identity uh, and we're going to talk about uh, some practices you can do so that you can develop an identity just in case you've put your misplaced your identity in something, someone, a relationship, a group, or something else that actually has nothing to do with who you are. Okay, so let's talk about identity first on a base base level. Let's talk about masculine and feminine energy. Most people think that masculinity is, uh, you see it all over the news right now. You see it all over uh, Facebook, social media, masculinity, toxic masculinity, masculinity is being macho. That is not what my definition of masculinity is, nor I think it's the actual definition of what masculinity is. Masculinity is just the need, the the desire to provide and protect and to serve. Masculinity is about providing to other people, protecting other people. Masculinity does not mean you're a jerk. Just because you're masculine doesn't mean you're macho. See, I think that I'm a masculine man. I would, I would really truly believe this. It's, I think that's evidence that's backed up by my wife and by other clients and, and how they look at me and they go, like, like you hold yourself like a man, right? And it's not because I'm super macho, I have a huge ego, I won't admit when I'm wrong. It's because I serve people. Just like feminine energy has nothing to do with weakness, where I feel people think that if you're feminine, you're weak, and that is not true. I don't think uh, feminine means you're passive. I don't think it means you're weak. I think femininity actually revolves around love and caring. Uh, it, It revolves around patience and grace. I think feminine energy is very, very important. Now, here's the important thing to remember as well, is that men and women both carry masculine and feminine energy. We hold them both. Now, where you spend the bulk of your time will will kind of start to uh, influence the decisions that you're making or your willingness to step out, your willingness to serve, your willingness to forgive, your willingness to uh, love and be kind and be patient. 
But I think it's really, really important that we define those types of things. I think that men are naturally supposed to be more masculine, but if they deny the feminine energy within them, they're denying that loving, forgiving, and patient side of themselves in which all men need to embrace. And when women, uh, you know, I believe women are designed to spend um, the majority of their time in the feminine energy. But here's the thing. Women, you can be independent. You can provide for yourself. You can protect yourselves. I get that. I totally get that. But I think where the power in a relationship comes from, right, especially for the from the female side, is knowing that you can provide for yourself, but allowing your husband or your 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 boyfriend to provide for you, right? Because you can take care of yourselves, but wanting and and knowing and allowing uh, your man to take care of you, that's okay as well. I don't think you should become reliant upon that. I don't think we should become reliant upon each other in relationships. Just like uh, my view of happiness uh, is it's not your partner's responsibility to make you happy. It's your responsibility to make, your happy, or make yourself happy and you bring that happiness into your relationship. Okay, so uh, that's first things first, masculine, feminine energy. The second thing is your identity is really not in what you do and what you choose. It's really in how you choose. See, most people do not have a list of what your core values are, what your core beliefs are. Most of us don't even question it. Most of us will sit there and we will just believe whatever it is we've been taught to believe or encultured to believe, right? Because uh, one of my one of my favorite uh, speakers, Chris Hughes, he he talks about personal freedom and uh, he talks about the educational system, right? And he says we've all been indoctrinated uh, because we can finish these phrases about the in, in educational system. You want to go to school so you can get good grades and then you'll get a good job. And that's what we've been, you know, taught, but we find more and more that people are going to school and they're not getting the job. You know, my wife, she went to school, she got her degree and then she ended up getting a job that had nothing to do with her degree. She didn't even get to use it. You know, and and see that's the thing is like you're not guaranteed a job after school. It's it, uh, going to school is not a guarantee of success. It's just a means of education. Period. Just a means of education. It does not guarantee you anything. Just because you went to school doesn't mean you deserve the job. Just because you went to school doesn't mean that you'll get the job. Just because you went to school does not mean you'll be successful. You still have to put in the hard work. You have to you have to you have to really lean into what's not fair because on the other side of not fair is your success because it'll put you through challenges and trials and make you a stronger person. So in the way you choose and how you choose really kind of is based upon who you are as a person. Now this is really scratching the surface of your identity. Do you know what you believe? Do you know what your core values are? If you do not know, here's your first practice. Whip out a piece of paper and write down, what do I hold valuable? What are my values? What would I stand for? What would I die for? What would I live for? 
See, me personally, honesty, integrity, transparency, those are all part of my core values. Doing what's right, serving, being honest to a fault. Okay, so here's the thing. I will be honest even if it hurts me. Ask my wife. I will admit when I'm wrong. I will admit when I didn't do something to my full ability. Right? I don't always see it right away, but when I do see it, I will admit to it because I know that I will get better on the other side of that pain. So write down what is your core beliefs? What do you believe in? What do you what would you live for? Right? What what sits right with you? What doesn't sit right with you? Because most people are like, well, I don't know what my core beliefs are. It's really hard to write down my core beliefs. Well, what annoys you? What it, what is it that other people do that annoy you or or piss you off? And write that down. What do you not stand for? That that is also a big big indicator in what your core beliefs are. Now, when you write down these core beliefs, you're going to ask yourself, having these core beliefs, is this giving me the life that I want? And if not, then you're going to write down what would actually give me the life that I want. These core these core values, I'm sorry. These core values, what what kind of person would I have to be in order to have the life that I want? See, I think contribution should be one of your core values. If you do not contribute to other people, meaning do you stay longer to talk to someone that's in pain uh, do, instead of just clocking out and leaving your job? Do you do things to your full ability regardless if it's fair or not? Do you show up for people regardless of the pain that you're going through? What do is your values and what do you stand for? The second list you're going to make is what are my core values? I'm driving in the car, so I'm sorry about the sound in the background, but I had to get this podcast out. I had to make this this one because uh, because I'm really, really fired up right now. And I, and I know when I'm in this moment of inspiration, that's when I got to record. And sometimes I'm sitting in my house and I can record and it's quiet and sometimes I'm in my car. So, so I apologize about the background noise. But write down what are your beliefs. I'll share one of my beliefs with you. I believe that the, all the pain you've been through is the reason why you have such deep purpose now. Your pain is your purpose, meaning I don't have to be qualified to help people. I don't have to wait until I get certified to help people. Now, that's a really, really iffy subject for people. I'm not saying that uh, go do surgery on somebody and uh, you know before that you can finish your schooling to become a surgeon what I do mean is this it takes no certification to be kind it takes no certification to listen to somebody it takes no certification to challenge people's beliefs their limiting beliefs that they have in themselves you got to ask yourself, what do I actually believe? And do these beliefs promote the life that I want to live? I had major limiting beliefs a few years ago. And I've worked on those and I've consistently worked on myself. I've identified limiting beliefs. Even last week, I've identified limiting beliefs within myself and I keep working through it. Why? 
Because if I know I'm doing everything I can to progress and I'm giving all of my effort and my, my, my knowledge, my wisdom, my energy, my focus to progressing myself, I know I have a better shot of getting past what's unfair and actually succeeding. So what are your beliefs and what is holding you back from having the life that you want? So your identity is in what you hold value to. Your identity is in what you believe. It's how you choose things. If you're a person that just chooses the easiest option, guess what? Part of your identity right now is I choose what's easiest. I don't choose what's best. So that's what kind of person I am. I know that's hard to hear, but if you don't want it to be that, then you have to change that. Personally, I used to be that. I would choose what was convenient. I wouldn't choose what was the best. I would choose what was convenient. I would choose what was right, but I would choose what was right and easy. I wouldn't choose what was right and hard. Working on myself has been hard. It's been uh, you know, a big pill to swallow that life is unfair. And that's just the way it is. But if I focus on how unfair life is, I will never move forward. I will never get what I want out of life. So when you focus on what I can do about it, how I can react to it, what I need to do to improve, what I need to believe, what I need to not believe, what I need to make my core values, how I focus on my own personal needs, how I meet other people's needs, how do I serve, why do I serve. When I focus on all of those things, I do better. I have a better chance of succeeding. But if I'm constantly focused on why life isn't fair, why I'm not getting what I want, then I will never get what I want. And life will always consistently be unfair. So lean into the unfair because the unfair is the challenge you need. Now listen to that. It's the challenge you need to be successful. So lean into the unfair, get creative, Critically think, problem solve, move forward, and uh, if if anything else, look, I believe, I know this is going to sound super, super crazy, but I believe that you can be more. I believe that the reason why you even listen to this podcast is because you've, you've, you've heard something I've said or you know me as a person and you go, hey, I can actually get behind some of what this guy says. Or I can get behind all of what this guy says. I truly, truly believe that our personal power starts with our personal responsibility. So if you take responsibility for these things, you will start to find more and more who you are And then you don't have to have an identity crisis. Your identity is how you live your life. 
how you treat other people, how you treat the big things in your life, how you treat the small things in your life, how you treat strangers, how you treat your enemies, how you treat people that aren't nice to you, how you treat the barista, how you treat your server, that is who you are. That is your identity. Everything else is your preference. So guys, focus on being a better person. Focus on what you can do to contribute to this world. And let your identity be your identity and your preferences be your preferences. And don't hate other people because they identify differently than you identify. All right, guys. This is all about growth. This is all about love. I love you guys. I know some of this is not easy to hear, but I'm glad you listened to this. And I really hope that you did the practices and you wrote those things down. Other than that, please like, share, and comment. Uh, And until next time, have a ridiculously awesome day. Hey, if you like this episode of the Health, Hope, and Happiness podcast, make sure you subscribe. Leave us a review, and please share it with your friends or family, anyone that needs a positive and inspirational message in their life. We want to make this world better, so help us by sharing this podcast. Other than that, you have a ridiculously awesome day.